Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry? Motherfucking D! What is up, Craig? The start of free agency. Barry's, that, that is the excitement that I like to see, Barry. A lot more exciting than draft night. <laughs> A little bit more. <laughs> A little bit more shit going down. <laughs> yes. And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. It actually is a good day. I'm a little, can you tell how excited I am? A little, <laughs> little more upbeat than usual, right? Yeah, Barry, can you tell? No, yeah, you, you got it? an extra kick in your step. Yes. Is that the expression? Yeah. Pep in your he step. Really, he actually does. He's usually at like a, what, a two? Listen, we got some and stuff this to is, celebrate. This is you it's on like a, a ten. three and a half. Sure. No, this is a ten for Jay. Oh, he did that lick of the straw, that disgusting. Oh, Jay, what are you doing? Let's do this. Free agency is here, guys, finally. Waiting a long time for this. We'll be talking about all of our moves today. Uh, we're just four and a half hours into free agency right now, so we got to keep an eye on it while we do the show. Jay, that's your job. Okay. Before we do that, please subscribe to the one podcast that makes it all better. But guess what, guys? Today is the day that Knicks fans didn't need us to make it better. No, because Kevin Durant... And the Brooklyn Nets made it all perfect. Perfect, Barry. Have you have you had a party yet for this day? <laughs> for the death of the Brooklyn Nets? No, no, I haven't had a party yet. Who thought that today would be the greatest start to free agency ever for the Knicks? And it would have nothing to do with the fucking Knicks. <laughs> Come on. Guys, before we get into it, let's talk about our ad, Bet Online. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can get all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon finals. Barry, are you betting on Wimbledon? Oh, I'm so deep in Have to. the tennis. Balls? In the tennis balls, yeah. <laughs> also, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code BLEAV to get that bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. All right. We, well, we knew this news was coming for a few days, right? But being Knicks fans, you never really know until it's official. Even after Shams and Woj reported it at like what? Four o'clock, five o'clock today? Yeah. Knicks fans still weren't sure, but Jalen Brunson is coming to the Knicks four years, 104 million. It just was made official, official. We also signed Isaiah Hartenstein or Hartenstein. I don't know how to say it. Two years, 16.7 million. We don't know if he's going to be our starting center, our backup center, our backup, backup center. Who the fuck knows? Barry, 
How are you feeling with the start with how the start of free agency has gone for us? I feel good. I mean, I, I I'm not excited about Jalen Brunson. I'm I'm happy about it. I'm glad that they got the guy. He was, you know, pretty much the best free agent that was going to be available. You know, because all like the bigger names, everything is leading them going back to the teams that they're currently with. So they got the guy that they needed. They need a reputable point guard as they needed for a long time. We've got that. that. I mean, it's like he's coming home, right? This is the area yeah. he's from. His family is here. So it's good. And, you know, I, you look at this roster, and at least right now, I feel like it's a roster I'm excited to watch, right? We got, you know, it looks like guys that we've drafted over the last few years are going to get playing time. At least we think they will. And now we should have a reputable offense that hopefully is going to take the ball out of Randall's hands because that was just, you know, putrid to watch last season. And the ball is going to get spread around a little bit more. And hopefully Brunson can do that for him. Yeah. So what's exciting to what's exciting for me is also we we got rid of Noel. We got rid of Burks. Right. And Jalen's 25. He's going to be 26 in like a month. Hartenstein or Hartenstein. Fuck. How do you say it, Jay? Do you know? Um, I think it's Hartenstein. I, okay. I, don't I just know. don't want to say it both ways for the whole fucking show. Hartenstein is 24. To me, it seems like we're making sort of sort of a shift away from signing veterans, which last offseason we signed Fournier, Rose, Taj, Noel, Burks, Kemba, all these older players, right? Fournier, the youngest of that group. But maybe the Knicks, after seeing what they saw over those final weeks of the season, are deciding to go a little younger. You know, it's it's exciting to me. Even though you say you're not that excited about Jalen Brunson, he's a young starting point guard for us that's getting better every year, right? Right. Um, these are two guys who haven't probably have not played their best yet. So we're signing them in hopes that they play their best years for us. Jay, do you like Isaiah Hartenstein just for his fiance? Yeah, I was going to say, you know, whatever. I'm On the court, sure. Okay. I know you sent us some per 36 numbers earlier in the day. They looked pretty solid. But I mean, his that's his fiance uh, or just his girlfriend, whatever. It doesn't I found matter. At the time, it was the fiance, but she doesn't smoke, matter. He's in the car with a smoking she's, hot. Girl. She's smoking hot. She is. Yeah, and Craig, you've thrown out like hot. you've thrown out that ten rating a lot to me, like in our personal lives when we're out, and you're like, oh, that's a ten, that's a ten, and I'm always disagreeing with you. But in this case, yes, oh, okay. she is. Yeah, a she's. 10. She is. Let's see. Her name is. Uh, I thought you were going to say she wasn't Courtney a 10. Keller. Courtney, no, Courtney <laughs> Keller. Yeah, wow. It's been a while since we've had something like that to look at. Who was the last person? Hornacek's daughter? It's been a while. Oh, Randall's wife. This is not... No, you think Randall's not. wife is a 10? There's no, no way you think no. that. Randall's wife no is hot, you, though. Barry. Eh. No, but Kendra Randall's hot. So let's talk about Hartenstein, and we're going to get back let's to Jalen, I'm sure. <laughs> but I like that one, too, because Barry and Jay, on this show, we've talked about how... For instance, all the Knicks centers last year, Mitch, Noel, Sims, are all the, like the same. They are the same. None of them shoot from beyond like five feet out, right? They're, they're, they're all defensive players. They rebound, but they don't have much of an offensive game. I've only heard great things about Hartenstein. Seems like yeah. Clippers fans were really wanting to keep him. He can shoot from three as we're looking at. I think, DB, we just were looking at your stomach there. So thank you. That was nice. <laughs> Go to Patreon if you want to find out how you can watch this show live. Um, you can see stuff like that. But, 
But yeah, he's a totally different player. He's a stretch five, totally different player than Mitch. I think it's towards the end of the season, really, though, that they really encourage him to shoot more. Um, like you know, he took thirty three pointers the entire season. That sixty eight games that he played, but sixteen of those thirty attempts were in the last eight games alone. But he was hitting them on a good clip. He was like nine for sixteen in those last eight games. But but yeah, so I mean, hopefully that you know continues because yeah, they can. Okay, use how that. many how many thing, three pointers did did all of our centers take last season? Um, well. I'm going to say that that number, without doing any research, is well, other than Taj. Because yeah, Taj probably took about 16 or so. Yeah, I mean, other than that, it's zero. The answer is zero. You know, Mitch wasn't, and Jericho wasn't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Who do we got here? Is that Isaiah's big. late? That, yeah, that but you can't large. see her. You can't see her face. I got to try and find something a little better. She's a giant. Landis, <laughs> huge. Looks like you're sitting on her lap. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're a little and I'm boy. I'm like a little kid. She's Santa yeah. Claus, and I'm a little kid. Can you just duck out of the way for a moment so we can see s- something else? Oh, yeah, but yeah. you're missing all the good stuff from this one. I'll find something better. What were you just doing in her lap, stuff. Landy? <laughs> uh, what does this mean for Jericho Sims, though? That's my question for you two. I don't know. Do you think that we're re-signing Mitch? Because I'm reading it stuff on Twitter like that maybe we aren't. Sounds like we are. So what does it mean for Sims? Sims is barely going to play. Because before we had Taj, like we had Noel, Mitch, and Sims, but Sims only came in at the end of last, at the end of the season. These are horrible framings, Jay. I, it's not, I don't have anything to do with that. I mean, I guess that. that one's not that bad. <laughs> I can't do anything about it. But you basically only run two centers out there. Right. So that means that Sims is not, which is weird because I read also that they weren't, that they wanted to get him off of a two-way contract. And get him onto a regular contract. So, what would be the point of that, though? I don't know because now you have you would have Mitch, Sims, Isaiah, Obi, Randall, all players playing the front court. Which I think you would maybe hope that maybe Obi and Randall would play some time together with Randall at the five. But it's going to be very crowded up there. Yeah, but you need to have three. You still need to have three legitimate centers on your team. I mean, especially when you have a guy like Mitch who's injury prone. Yeah, but don't you want to have like the third guy who you don't care if he plays or not, like Taj? You know, you've got three now, three young guys. You yeah, want to but, see them all playing. In, yeah, but inevitably somebody gets hurt and is out of the rotation for a while, and you need somebody else in there. So I don't think it's a problem. I do think they are going to resign Mitch. And do they let Taj go just to free up some more money? That's what four and a half million, five and a half million, something like that. Yes, you can't have all four of them you know. taking up roster spots. Does he move into like a coaching position? No, I don't. I don't think he would yet. Guys, do do you think there's other moves coming tonight or in the near future? I do. I see. I see a trade coming down the pike of some sort. Do you think it's Julius Randle's getting traded? No. I am. Pr- I am fucking praying that this guy gets traded. It's all I want to see happen right now. I don't. No, I don't think that's happening. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. Sorry, Craig. Um, what do you want? Fournier gone. I I'm think, still waiting I think to get news that, that there yeah. was a sign and trade with Dallas. And well, it looks like they, they they set it up that way, but with, with Dallas and Detroit, it looks like. Did you see that? The way that they, they structured this or how much they signed them for? So are they saying it's going to be a sign and trade right now? No, right? It says that the Knicks signed him for $104 million and they it, it's complicated here. I have it all in front of me. I don't know if you want me to read it or not, but they could potentially create a three-way trade between them and Detroit and Dallas, which would be beneficial to, to the Knicks rather than just a straight signing him for to the free agency contract. 
Earlier, Robert Randolph said that said that Julius was getting traded to Utah. So Robert Randolph. I think I also saw him say that uh, Anthony Davis was coming to New York as well. Yeah, he just said New York Not within though. the last couple hours. So which he might have meant Brooklyn. When that dude says something, it definitely it never happens. So Julius can't be going to Utah, right? Even though it looked like Utah was dumping players for something. Yeah, well, uh, Joe Engels too. He signed with. Um, he left. Uh, signed with Milwaukee, which will be big for them. Barry, are you concerned about the money that Jalen Brunson got? Four years, $104 million. It's kind of yeah. funny because Knicks fans on Twitter over the past few days since Jalen's been rumored, there were rumors of four years, 110 and everyone is like freaking out about that being too much money. And then when it came out four years, 104 like a lot of those same people on Twitter were like, oh, that's not that bad. You know, that's not as bad because that's... 26 million. million instead of like 27 million, <laughs> right, you know, a right. year. Like it doesn't make a fucking difference either way. No, but how do you and, feel and, about that? No, I think it's right on the money. And, and again, I mean, you expect to overpay a little bit. You have to in this day and age to get the guy that you want. It's just the way it is, but it's not a bad deal at all. And you look at like other similar guys, like look at what Fred Van Bleet got, um, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, similar type of player, you know, um, you know, in the same boat in his free agency, he got about the same thing. I think it's I think it's right where it should be. You know, it's going to be interesting to see if Jalen Brunson continues to progress. It's also a different role for him now. You know, he was always in Luca's shadow. And again, like they had, you know, they had times on the court by themselves and he proved to be really good for them, you know, in, in the games where Luca wasn't playing and he was the lead guard, all his numbers were way up when he wasn't playing in games that Luca was playing in. Can he do that for, for an entire season? And can he do it with this team? You know, it's all stuff that remains to be seen. But I, I think the deal was was fair. Yeah, that salary puts him in like low 40s for top paid players in the NBA, which isn't bad. And I think someone said he's like in the 12, 13 range for starting point guard salaries. Listen, um, Anthony Simons got four years, $100 million today. Yeah, that's a lot of money. That's I mean, a he had a great money. year. He had a great year this year, but that that's a lot of money. How many, how many NBA players at that level are not overpaid? So, I mean, listen, is he necessarily worth the money that we gave him? No, but I mean, they're all overpaid to a certain extent. Unless right. you're talking about LeBron or Kevin Durant or somebody like that, they all end up making more money than they really deserve to. I mean, think about how many of these contracts a year in the the teams already regret signing them to. Right. So, I mean, that, it is and there's what it two is. different and there's two different types of players that get overpaid. One are guys that are towards the end of their career when they've proven everything, and you just don't know when they're going to fall off the cliff, right? So you sign them hoping that they're still hot. Yep, case in point, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. There's tons of these guys where they've earned it at that point. But again, you're crossing your fingers hoping that they're going to keep that level up and you don't know for how long. With Brunson, you're trying to get in the ground floor of a guy who you don't quite know his ceiling yet. You hope, you know, there's more potential there. And now maybe what looks like a little bit of an overpay is going to be a bargain if he pans out in a certain way. And obviously, like this is the side you want to be on when you have all that potential. You've got it. You've got to take the chance, right? You look at the list of top paid NBA players. Every single team out there has guys that they're overpaying, you know. Um, and like you said, Barry, you won't get them if you don't overpay. Like, why would they come to you? But maybe we overpaid him by ten million dollars, but that's what's going to take to get him away from Dallas or another team. So would you rather just stick to, oh, we think we should pay him four years, 94 million? Yeah. 
and not it, it, get it was, him. It's a smart move, and that's also you know something that that feels good. We're not you know we're not swinging for the fences on this one. We're not you know it, it wasn't and it wasn't a swing and a miss either. We got the guy that we wanted to get, and again, I think we got him at a good number. And it's we we have youth on this team. The team is still super young, and we got guys that are growing into their roles, figuring out who they are. You know, guys who we still expect are gonna continue to, to have good seasons like RJ, like quickly, like Obi, like Grimes, these guys, I think the Knicks are, you know, I, I think Knicks fans are going to be, are, are happy right now. I think that, you know, we have optimism. Nobody has false hopes of, um, you know, landing in like a, the, t- the top eight this year. But the thing is, it's not out of the realm of possibility if things fall, you know, a certain way. I mean, look, Two years ago, they hit lightning in a bottle with the way Randall played, and they got a fourth seed. I don't think anybody has those types of expectations. The thing is, I think they feel comfortable because these are smart deals, and we have the youth on the team. And those guys you just mentioned, this is a good starting point guard that's going to distribute the ball and run the offense and penetrate, and he's going to make, hopefully, all those guys better, right? It's been a while. It's been a while. That is a very important part of it. And maybe... Maybe the best part of all of this is that we just got one of the top free agents, as much as everyone wants to make fun of the, the contract, which is ridiculous. One of the top free agents who had an, a great playoff run, he was basically a star in those playoffs, wanted to fucking come here more than anywhere else he could have gone. Mm-hmm. All right, he basically decided he was come here before he would even speak to anyone. And when's the last time like that happened? That we're not getting some guy at the end of his career, desperate for money, can't go anywhere else. Supposedly Miami was interested. Obviously Dallas wanted to keep him. And he wanted to come here. He didn't care about the state income tax. He didn't care about the Westchester practice facility. He didn't care about the pressure of New York or playing in the garden. This guy's got bigger balls than LeBron James. A guy who apparently Kevin Durant doesn't want to be in his shadow. (laughs) Yeah. Right when he heard he was coming here, he, he left. He doesn't want to be the, the second best player in the city. <laughs> no, it's funny, like leading into today, <laughs> articles about or just reports about how the Knicks don't view Jalen as as the savior of the franchise. The guy that's gonna turn all around. Of course not. Yeah. If we're looking Thank at you. him as the savior, then then we've got problems. He's one single piece. Hopefully RJ continues to get better. I mean, RJ, your hope is that RJ is better than Jalen Brunson. He's our starting point guard. That's why he's getting the money. That's why we had to get him. We finally have a starting point guard. We don't have to go into next season wondering, is Tibbs going to start Alec Burks or Emmanuel quickly? Mm. We've got our guy. And everyone knows it who's playing. Like, that's that's important. Wouldn't wouldn't you, if somebody told you last year, like, we could have a starting point guard who could average, like, say, 15 and 6 or 7, I mean, wouldn't you kill for that? I, I would have signed up for that right away. I mean, why why wouldn't you like that? I, Absolutely. I mean, and his numbers are going to go up. I mean, he was right. playing next to Luka, who gets numbers. a lot of assists. Like, right. You got to think that Jalen Brunson on the Knicks is going to get – he's going to be – it's got to be at least like 16 and 8 next he's year. He's going to be running the offense. His numbers are going to get better. And they get better every year ju- from just playing playing where he is. So he's going to come into a better situation. He's going to get more minutes. He's going to get more minutes running running the offense. Now, let, let me ask you guys a question because I didn't realize this. I didn't realize that he's left-handed also like Randall and like 
Barrett, do does do? I mean, because obviously I can't break stuff down like you know people who know what they're talking about. But how is that going to be in terms of? I wonder how good he is, say, going to the right. Uh, you know, is he as good going right as he is going left, and what that means with him and and RJ and Randall if they're all out on the floor together? You know what I mean? Well, the thing is, he doesn't have any problem scoring inside. Um, somebody put out a tweet showing high usage guys that took, I think it was like over 200 attempts from the three foot to 10 foot range. And he was number one in the entire NBA in efficiency at, um, at that range. Well, he's a like good 50, shooter. He 50, shot more than 50% from the field. So, yeah. So I don't think he has any issue. He's got, you know, a lot of turnaround moves. He's really good at getting the ball of defenders because he's only six foot one, but he gets the ball really high over guys. You know, he has a, you know, good floater. Um, so he's I, got a really good handle. He's got like a burst. He gets into the paint. I don't think that's going to be okay. a problem. I Although it is interesting realize... that we've got three players who yeah, are three lefties, three starters until Randall's gone that are lefties. <laughs> I, I think I think the next big move, and I said it before that that I would get really excited about. I mean, it doesn't feel like we're we're trading a bunch of these picks. To me, it doesn't feel like we're trading a bunch of them for like a Donovan Mitchell. You you don't expect a move like that, Barry. Not for Donovan, but trading some of these picks that we've been and assets that we've been gathering for a big time player, or is that something you're I thinking? I do could think that that's still out there. The only thing that worries me is it's hard to imagine something like uh, going down, like like you said, Donovan Mitchell, and that's like always in the back of my head. Um, although now it it feels like well maybe he will come to New York and it's going to be Brooklyn, which whatever if that happens, it is what it is. But the thing is, if there was a Knicks. Utah deal. I feel like RJ would have to be thrown in there and I don't, I don't want to give up on RJ, you know? So it's like, that kind of kills it for me. I don't want to do it. And I feel like that's what it would warn. Really? You think it's it would like, take him? I do. I do. You don't think it would really take, it could take like, right, like four first idea. round picks. Look at four what San Antonio picks, just, just got. Like Emmanuel yeah, and Obi Toppin. Would you do, would you do that for Donovan Mitchell? Say, say it again. Four, four, first, four first round, round picks. picks. I'm just going to blow it out. Yeah. Obi and IQ. Yeah, I would. So then you would have Brunson, Mitchell, RJ, Randall, and Mitch. Yeah. I feel like you got to do that. Too. I mean, I feel like you'd have to do that. <laughs> that too. I would do. Um, again, I mean, that, that's a win. If you're not giving up RJ, it's a, it's a win. And listen, obviously Murray is not the same player as Mitchell, but I mean, the Hawks threw in Danilo Gallinari and they already, like, they're, they're already getting rid of him. They're waving him. So, I mean, if it only takes four picks... And Gala, I mean, the package like OB and quickly would have to be more. Yeah, but there are also unprotected picks, which are more valuable. You know, so that was a bit, and, and, you know, the Knicks can't do that. The whole DeJounte Murray thing <laughs> had all Knicks fans going crazy. Because I don't know, you don't know if the reports are true, but there was a stretch of maybe a, what, a day where people started wondering yeah, maybe we're going to get Jalen and DeJounte yeah. Murray because there were reports mm -hmm. that the Knicks and the Spurs were talking. And it didn't sound like the asking price was that much for a, for a player who is like a triple-double almost every night. Like, they didn't give up that much for him. No. A player that got waived and three picks. That's all it took for a, for a young point guard that gets like 23 points, nine boards, and nine assists a game. What does that say, though? I wonder what that says about Murray. Just because the Spurs don't usually do stuff like that. 
They don't usually let the, those kind of guys go. Although, I mean, they did trade away Kawhi to Toronto, but it's not usually the way they work. So maybe something else is at play there. Maybe he wanted to, maybe we don't know. Maybe he wanted to be gone. He went to Atlanta and apparently him and Trey Young wanted to play together. So is it possible he requested a trade with and nobody really just knows about it? I guess. Guys, you want to listen to a voicemail? We got a voicemail all the way from Germany. DJ Ooh. is very excited about the newest, one of the newest Knicks because he is of German descent. So, Blandy, oh. hit that voicemail. There we go. Hi, guys. It's your boy DJ here. Some quick thoughts on the free agency as of right now. Um, first of all, I'm totally happy that we got Jaden Brunson. They got a plan A. I'm totally happy. And uh, as you can imagine, a German is a Nick. Isaiah Hartenstein is a Nick. I'm very happy. Uh, this rumors. Craig, did you hear he said Hartenstein? So I believe actually he said Hartenstein. I'm so going to go with, with his pronunciation. I'm going to go with Hartenstein from now on. Goes around By the today. way, pause it for a sec. You're about to hear a name of a former German Nick that I didn't even know was German, said in a way that I, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. So you're about to hear that. Is it like Uwe something? You'll see. A German is a Nick. Isaiah Hartenstein is a Nick. I'm very happy uh, this rumors goes around today. Um, I do my due diligence um, search on Wikipedia and basketball reference. Um, Isaiah is not the first German. Friedo Frey was uh, the first German Ooh. in the NBA. Friedo Frey? In our <laughs> debut season, uh, 1946. Then there are two German-born guys in Kiki Vanderwege and Anthony Randolph. <laughs> Kiki Vanderwege plays from 1989 till 1992, and Kiki Anthony Vandevega? Randolph. Is he related to Suzanne Vega? Vega? Have well, I been I mean, saying that's it wrong how, this whole time? Well, that's, you probably say in the, Germany? that's probably the correct German pronunciation, but it's it's you know for us it's Vandewey. I mean you know it's Kiki Vandewey. We're not in Germany, you know. Vanda Vega. <laughs> the whole world's been you know, saying that, it wrong. That sounds like Yolanda Vega. I used to that's love what Kiki. That sounds like he was. I loved Kiki. By the way, that that photo behind Blandy. Mm, I know. Nope. nope. <laughs> the fan just. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird, right? The, it's it's like in the perfect spot. Do that again. Move away. <laughs> 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 It's in the perfect spot. It's right in the roundness of her, of her breast. There. <laughs> All right, where were we? Uh, place in the 90, uh, 2010, 2011 season for the Knicks. Um, yeah, as you can imagine, I'm totally happy. And now let's move on. I hope that's not uh, the last moves. And yeah, see you guys. I hope you're good. And bye-bye. All right, you all hear that music. There you go. It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper, brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the Crumb Cake game. Um, before I, I get to the, the sexy music and everything, I do I do want to pass along a little bit of some bad news. Um, so I had blood drawn on, on Monday for like a yearly, you know, like physical kind of thing. And a uh, doctor called me back on Tuesday with uh, the news that I am uh, pre-diabetic. 
And so it looks like my sugar inhaling days uh, are in the past for at least a short period of time. So, oh, no. um, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I'm going to obviously continue to do these sexy ads and, and talk about my love. For are you Clarkson. crying? Are you like tearing up right now? <sighs> I'm trying to. Is that like a serious thing, pre-diabetic? Yeah. Am I making my, light of something that is very it, serious? It, it, it is a, it's a, a thing. <laughs> is it very my serious, sh- Barry? I've, I, I mean, I've heard, I heard a comedian once say like, isn't everybody pre-diabetic? No, you're not. No, there's- Is this there's serious? Certain, I'm really being serious right now. There's, there's certain levels, yes. And I'm at now in what they call the pre-diabetic area. Um, so I have to watch my sugar intake and change my diet. And so, are you it looks okay like, though? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess. Doesn't it seem like he's getting emotional, Barry? No. Huh? Or am I imagining? <laughs> yeah, this? but I don't know what what he's putting on, what he's not putting on. Wait, I'm getting emotional fake? in that I I'm about the cake, but so okay. I'm going to talk it about my like love for the concer- cake. Seems like you're very concerned. No, I'm going to talk about my love for the cake. So you're going to be okay. You just yeah, have to I'm not going to be eating. indulging in any cake anytime soon. And now, are you do you do you have this? condition or whatever this is because of how uh, because of because you're not normal when you're around dessert right no now, i'm not normal <laughs> <laughs> like nope. did you like you shove the like and the amount of dessert stop. that like 10 people no. should eat into your mouth right. in like a minute mm-hmm. yes yeah and he's like i shouldn't be eating this and he just eats more of it and more of it and more of it he's like an animal he's like an animal that's why i'm in the position that i'm that i'm in yeah, so the doctor's sense. like, you gotta, you gotta cut it out. So, so are you allowed to have any of it, like a little bit, or you gotta stop? Yeah, cold? I just have to really, really watch my sugar intake because, as you know, I, I don't, I don't, <laughs> don't watch it at all. So I will talk about my love for Clarkson, and I, I will continue. You know what? Maybe you should do to be the an ambassador. Now on. No, let him. I don't I mean, know this if it's is good the for only time health, he's going to get his fill of crumb cake. Yeah, this will this will be my sugar high. This little segment. Yeah, let him but that's like having it. That's like having an alcoholic do an ad read for alcohol. It's going to yeah, make him I, want I, it. Right. Don't you think? That's a good point. All right, Blandy, why don't you but tell so us about uh, all the um, shit that you're now banned from eating? Yeah, I'm. It, but you know what is great though, Blandy? You can What's still that? fuck it. You can still oh, fuck yeah. it. Oh, yeah. You know. Did you ask the doctor if that's okay? Uh, yes. According to him, any sugar that comes in contact with my penis does not get into the bloodstream. So it's not going to. Um, Good. Even if right. like some stuff like gets in there, you know what I mean? Right. You don't have to worry about it. It's, it's not going up through any, you know. Well, you got that, Thanks, yeah. and we know you know that is the, the best part of it. I'll just have to kind of like bang the cake with you know, kind of smack. No, you're going to bang the cake. <laughs> <laughs> um. So new month starts, Craig. You don't ha- actually happen to know what the cake of the month for July is, do you? Because it's you not eat? up there. Oh. It's still right now. It's just for for yeah. June. It's the almond love crumb cake, the cherries, the almonds, the vanilla. Um, but you know, there's all different kinds that you could go to. You're not just relegated to choosing the cake of the month. There's the carrot crumb cake. There's the Clarkson classic. There's the salted caramel, which I had recently and will probably not have again anytime soon. Um, 
there's the Brooklyn Joe, which they were planning on renaming the Brooklyn Kevin. And uh, now that's that not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They were thinking about it. They were thinking about it. But no, uh, no Brooklyn Kevin. Listen, just know that they use all natural ingredients, that the cake itself is moist and delicious, that their crumbs are made out of a lot of different things, graham crackers, you know, regular crumb ingredients, and it always hits the spot. Whether you're talking about the crumpkins or full cake, you, you just, you can't go wrong. You cannot go wrong with these spectacular Clarkson Avenue cakes. You know what? I actually, I wasn't tearing up before, but I'm kind of tear, tearing up now. I mean, I'm looking at these pictures and oh, you could just buy crumbs. Did you know that? What? Why? You can buy a bag of crumbs? Crumb get some. Crumb believable. A bag of cinnamon crumb snacks. It's basically just crumbs. That's horrible for you. It's genius, though. God. No, come oh. on. Mm. <laughs> It sounds so good. It looks yeah, really but it's good. Terrible. If you if you're at a point in your life where you're just buying the crumb part of the crumb cake, that's like <laughs> that's like eating icing out of a jar. From Holly gift boxes to their world famous crumpkins, they even have a crumb cake of the month subscription. You get for three, six, or twelve months. Go to ClarksonFCrumb.com. Use promo code HardnixLife for twenty three percent off your order. So we know that uh, John Wall. Um, accepted a buyout from uh, Houston, who he didn't play for at all last year, for about $6 million less than what he was owed, and then signed with the uh, Clippers. Bradley Beal opted out of his contract with the Wizards. There's been a lot of talk the last couple of years about him possibly going to the Knicks or other places. Resigned for $251 million over five years, which is just insane. See, uh, that's one of those guys that that was an overpay. Yeah, and more than likely, he's not going to live up to no. you know where fifty he was million at a dollars seasons. a year. I mean, the fact that the Washington Bullets are paying somebody fifty million dollars a year—it's crazy. Uh, James Harden opted out of his contract with uh, Philly, which was supposed to be around forty-six or so million, and it looks like he's actually going to be signing a two or three-year deal where it's worth something like thirty-some odd million bucks a year in order to give them money to, to play with. I know that that's part of the reason why they're able to sign, uh, who is it, P.J. Tucker, right? I think they brought in for like $33 million. Um, Kyrie Irving opted into his contract. What that means, you know, I guess we'll see with uh, with Durant. Uh, there's a lot of like tiny little stuff. I know Kevin Knox signed with um, with the Pistons for $6 million over two years. Not that that's going to matter. Joe Ingles has signed with Milwaukee, another three-point shooter, which should help them. Uh, you know, hopefully trying to get back uh, to the finals next year. Um, there's a lot of middling guys that got decent money. I mean, Marvin Bagley got like $37 million from the uh, from the Pistons. Um, Nick Claxton is going back to the Nets for two years and $20 million. Malik Monk left um, the Lakers to go to Sacramento for $19 million. That's what, how many years is that? I think two. Two. Wow. Yeah, which is crazy. You know, like he revitalized his career there. Why would you? Like, Sacramento's a that's a de- that's a dead end right there. The Lakers uh, you, weren't going to give him that money like that. Probably sure. not. But I mean, you mentioned before Anthony Simons getting that uh, hundred million dollar deal from Portland. Those are the really big ones. Lou uh, Dort so got far. paid from OKC. Barry, who did you mention? Did you mention Lou Dort? Yeah, Lou Dort got. A yeah, he got what deal. like eighty seven million, I think. Yeah, yeah, for uh, from OKC. So I mean that. Those are the big things, you know, those are the big ones for for now. 
the Utah Jazz have named former Celtics assistant Will Hardy their new head coach. He's 34, youngest active coach in the NBA. I think he started in like the, the video room with the Celtics or somebody else, and now he's worked his way up to be the head coach. And I just want to take a minute or two to talk about the Hornets because, you know, obviously this is a Knicks podcast, but the Hornets are having a pretty shitty offseason if you've been paying attention. Uh, Montrez um, Harrell was pulled over earlier this month in Kentucky, and he had uh, three pounds of marijuana in vacuum-sealed bags in a backpack in the back seat, which he claims that it was a rental car. I don't know how that works. You know, they usually clean those things out. Uh, but he is facing a fine up to like $10,000 and uh, possibly one to five years in prison. Then you had Woj talking about how Kenny Atkinson was coming on board to be the new head coach. Then he backed out of that. So now they've hired Steve Clifford to be the new head coach to replace James Borrego, who replaced Steve Clifford. So they fired Clifford, brought in Borrego, got rid of Borrego, now brought Clifford back in. And then uh, Miles Bridges was arrested Wednesday afternoon and booked on a felony domestic violence warrant. Apparently he got into an argument with a woman uh, that turned physical. Police were called to the scene. He fled the scene. He wasn't there when the cops got there. The woman required medical uh, attention. And that's not the- It wasn't his wife? It says a woman. Because he's got a wife and two kids. What I saw on TMZ just referred to a woman. Didn't say his wife. This is not the first issue that he's had this this offseason, by the way, because earlier this month he posted a, a picture to Instagram that created an issue because it looked like he posted a picture of him drinking lean, which he came out and said it was pink lemonade, not lean, but that caused uh, quite a stir as well. Uh, and for those middle-aged uh, white men out there like ourselves who aren't sure what lean is, it is a mixture of cough syrup and soda, sometimes alcohol. Um, yeah, sounds like a fucking idiot. Um, yeah, he, he was he was about to sign out like a like a five year one twenty five million dollar deal. Yeah, you know, he's yeah, a restricted he free season. agent, and then to go and do this like the day before, dude, what are you doing? Like the the incident actually happened the day before. Not I that there's any so. good time to Tuesday. have an incident yeah, like that. I think oh, it so it happened Tuesday on night. Tuesday. Right. Whether it happened a month ago or it happened this week, it's still like never should have happened. But dude, I mean, what are you doing? Keep your nose out of trouble. And then he was uh, let on bail. And then he was, yeah, he was practicing. Yeah, he was out just at the gym. Yeah. And he's, so. and it, it's like with all the news today, people were saying that he's a rapper, right, Barry? What was that lyric in that song that you said? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, there was one article I was reading and they actually had a YouTube clip of one of his songs. He goes by uh, RBTMB or something or RGTMB. RTB, like and so I would say like I would say like he raps like Frank Nilakina plays basketball. <laughs> worse, it's, Frank, it's worse. It's really bad. It's worse. It is it's worse. Bad. Yeah, he's awful. Like Dame Lillard, he is not. You know? no. He raps like Alfred Payton. He, he's like plays trying to cram words where they don't belong. There's no musicality to it whatsoever. No, but yeah, but there's a there. yeah. He's just talking about bitches. And there's a lot a of line he has like he's, a lot yes. of the word bitch. treat treat your bitch like UFC. You know, and then this comes out with the yeah, uh, not a good look. Not not a good look at all. No, not a good look. No. Well, who's going to want to sign him now? Is anyone going to even <laughs> sign him? Yeah, he went he from being. It's crazy because he went from being I mean, one he was of the most sought anyway. after. Yeah, but teams were going to go after him before before this. Who wouldn't have wanted him? 
I would think almost every team would want someone like him. Yeah. I know that there was uh, there was an issue where one of the guys in his rap crew uh, posted a picture on Instagram and said it captioned it with something like if if Charlotte's not ready to to give uh, Bridges the bag, then we'll just go on up to Detroit or something like that. And that's the way the basketball bounces. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's show. Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnickslife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at hardnickslife. You can follow Barry at Barry Dworkin. You can follow Jay and those beautiful bosoms over there. At, well, they, they don't come with you. At Blandy Hooper. And if you want to talk about any of these signings or anything the Knicks do over the next few days, you can call us. That's right. The line is always open waiting for you at 516-33-MESH-1. Any predictions for where KD is going to go? He wants Phoenix. Do do you think the Nets give a fuck where he wants to go? They shouldn't. I mean, he's got no no opt-out. He's he's four. Whoever trades for him has him for four years. Like, they better be ready. Whoever wants him better be ready to pony up because the Nets are not giving him away. Yeah, but I also don't think the Nets want to drag this out. The Net, I think the Nets are, like, done with the drama. And that's all that they've had since these two clowns showed up in Brooklyn is drama after drama. They, they're done with it. They're done. So if they can ship him out and get, like, like a DeAndre Aiden or get, you know. Michael I mean, Bridges? Yeah, Mikhail Bridges. Any of these guys, like, to kind of restart again you know with with a youth movement like they had going a few years ago when they actually made it to the playoffs they're going to be all in on that this is I the mean, worst look, part they, of they the they nba paid KD more than 40 million dollars to sit on the bench his first year this is the you worst fucking get part of about him? the nba if, they, if the phoenix can get him for deandre eight who they might have not signed anyway right, but if and the basically not Aiden give up anything bridges. Bridges, Kevin Durant is maybe the best basketball player in the world. They're going to have to give up a lot more. They said, uh, Brooklyn said they would need Devin Booker. And they're right. I mean, why should you, why should you give up Kevin Durant, the best basketball player in the world, for Devin Booker, who is not the fucking best, he's not one of the top five best basketball players in the world. I don't know if he's top 10. The the other, so you got to look around the league and say, okay, who has packages that they could throw Brooklyn's way? The other team I heard today floated around, if they wanted to do it, was New Orleans. Oh, with Zion? And Zion as the centerpiece, you know? And then you pair KD with Brandon Ingram, you know, and the Pelicans made a good push last year towards the end of the season. That could work for both parties involved, too. Except, look, Durant is not going to the Pelicans. I don't think he wants to be in New Orleans, either. I don't think, I, you we know, we know, him. we it know, be. we know what an idiot Durant is. He came to the Brooklyn Nets because... It's Brooklyn, sounds cool, and it was black and white jerseys. That's fucking why he came here. No, no, no. He's not going to New Orleans. He came here because he's got business in New York. That's part of the reason why he came here. But remember, the Nets can send him wherever they want. That's the thing. He doesn't have that opt-out. So whoever gets him, they have him for four years. They don't have to worry about him wanting to, you know, But it never never works like that here. Right, but but what happens when he gets tired there and he... They don't. He it does just never works that way. Right, but do you think he'll take days off and and go the James Harden route, or will he be a good soldier and just do what he needs to do? I mean, he hasn't shown in the past that he's willing to do with Harden what Harden has done in, in Houston and in New right. Jersey. Right. Yeah, he's actually one of these players that likes to play basketball. 
We'll find out soon. Guys, until next time, it is a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.